0: This is a popul- popular podcast. Welcome to Popular History, a library of Catholic knowledge and insights brought to you daily. My name is Greg, and today's episode is the first part of our introduction to the big timeline we'll be walking through most weekdays. A major focus of the show will be the Cardinals of the Catholic Church. Indeed, I originally decided to go to a daily format because I wanted to eventually give all 4,000 plus cardinals their own episode. So, as we pack for our journey, let's take a high-level look at what a cardinal is. To help with that, I've come up with seven elements of cardinalness for us to look at as we get started. In the distant future, when we're wrapping up, we'll circle back and see if this list held up, or if a new list of elements of cardinalness is needed. And yeah, I'm going to keep saying cardinalness instead of cardinality, because cardinality is already a word, thanks to mathematicians, and I like making up new words, because it's more whimsical. Anyways, I'd argue the first element of cardinalness is creation, by which I mean, when I'm telling random folks about this stuff, and you can bet I do that plenty, I describe the cardinals as the people who elect the pope, which is, fundamentally, an act of creation, making a new pope to fill the vacant Holy See. I suppose you could also see this as a transformation, taking one of the cardinals and turning them into a pope, or, well, probably one of the cardinals anyways, Uh, but the overwhelming sense when a new pope is elected is the newness. After all, they get a new name, and the church gets a new pope. The church doesn't traditionally get a lot of new things, they're more about well, tradition. So the newness, the creation, stands out. In scripture, God says, Behold, I make all things new. And indeed, from the beginning of scripture in Genesis to the end in Revelation, God is known both for the original act of creation and for the promise of a new creation. But there is an anxiety when it comes to the idea of a new creation. What will become of what was there before? Will the new pope innovate the church into something unrecognizable, even to God? Will the new podcast teach theological or historical error? Or, I know some of you have different priorities, so I'm covering my basis here, in seeking to avoid teaching error, will the new podcast suck? Well, let me assure those concerned with me teaching theological error that I have no intention of doing so and I defer to the church in such matters. For any concern that I might teach historical error, I'll try not to, with the aid of my real-life librarian training and multiple sources, not to mention a generous helping of caveats. For example, I am not a professional historian. Do not cite me as a source. If I do manage to create or spread any alternative facts, do point those out to me, one advantage of the format of this show is if you tell me the date of the offense, I should be able to track it down and correct it fairly quickly. Folks who have improved my accuracy will be thanked every year in a special ceremony on August 28th, the Feast of St. Augustine. Thank you in advance for holding me accountable and improving the show. No need to point out Augustine versus Augustine. Pronunciation is a special category where I think we're all hopeless in various ways. You're welcome to correct me, but unless there's universal consensus and there isn't on several of these, I'm probably not going to fix pronunciation. Sorry. Anyways, as for whether this show is going to be awful, well, I've got like 10,000 episodes planned, so I'm sure there will be winners and losers among them. Not sure which will be which, but I'm sure tomorrow will be an absolute banger as we look at cardinal element number two, Continuity thank you for listening. God bless you all.